Worst intro ever. Yes, oh. it was. Yeah. You got the uh, best five sixths of the uh, Capers Crusaders <laughs> here today. So Tom was supposed to be uh, FaceTiming to us from Vegas, but, but he's in Vegas. Uh, yeah, so. he couldn't find a quiet spot anywhere to uh, take a minute. So because Vegas is known for its quiet spots. Yeah. So uh, Tom, there's a lot of Bible studies in Vegas. <laughs> is that no, what's going not, on? There's not a chance. I thought there was no. more illicit drugs and illicit drugs and strippers. Can we That's say that on the what's show? in Vegas. <laughs> we can say that on the show. Yeah. If sheep, not, I'll just sheep. We'll sheep it. Lots of drugs. And <laughs> <laughs> Holy sheep. <laughs> and let us remind the people who we are and why we're here. What? Well, let's start with you. <laughs> I'm Anthony Esteves, the Azorian one. Oh. That's what you guys are doing. Yep. Being that I'm to your left. <laughs> In that long table we have in the hallway. Military left. Yes. Uh, this is uh, Curtis at Calm Down Warning and at Existential Romeo to my military left. Does the military have a different left than everybody else? Yes. It's a more oh. forceful left. Oh. It's it's left. left. Yes. Anyway, I am uh, David Barry at <laughs> DR Barry on varying social media outlets. And uh, on our website, I am the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh. oh. That's who he is. Oh. Okay. And this is your mad scientist. The Jamie Burgess at the Jamie Burgess. I'm the mad scientist, Jamie Burgess. <laughs> He's a funny guy. And to his left is Drew McClintic at Drew JMC. G-Mac. Yeah, Drew's Mick. Drew's back. Drew's back. Drew's back again. He's the Professor Xavier to our uh, Crusaders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I like to walk. <laughs> yeah, no chair. That's no too, chair for him. Too, hey, too, hey, too hey, 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 guys, guys, guys. You're still in the spotlight, away from the guy who likes to stay in the dark. Yes, it is yeah. Bat Month. Oh, yeah. My bad. We're, we're doing that Batman thing. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So, Drew, <laughs> what's on the top of the agenda? Because that wasn't weird what a Steve just did. No. Well, that's Steve. That wasn't me. Okay. It was Batman. He's here, guys. Yep. Uh, first, I want to go over what we've all been reading, because we like to do that here on the Cable Screen. We talk about reading things. We do talk about reading things when those of us who read things read things. Who read things this week? I read things. I read things. I have read things. Curtis, when's the last time you read something? Did <laughs> we anything for this show? I have to edit the podcast. <laughs> He's got a point. Do you do anything, He's Curtis? Got a point. God. I just come in here and talk and look pretty that you can't see me. <laughs> Face for radio. <laughs> that's, that's a mean thing to say. Anyway, I guess I'll, t- I'll, I'll lead it off because I read all kinds of stuff. Um, this week, I read one thing in particular. I got the, the first two trades of a comic from Image called Five Ghosts. And Five Ghosts revolves around a uh, treasure hunter named Fabian Gray who discovers an artifact known as a Dreamstone. And that Dreamstone uh, explodes and embeds itself in his chest, a la Tony Stark. Um, but rather than just trying to kill him, the Dreamstone, he, uh, that allows him to access the powers of five different ghosts. He's basically haunted by five literary characters. Um, so he's haunted by an archer, a wizard, a detective, a samurai, and a vampire. So basically at any point he can access any of their abilities. So if he's in a room and he's trying to figure out a quick escape, you'll see a flash of a Sherlock Holmes-like character and he sees a bunch of things in the room that he can use for a quick escape. He needs to knock a gun out of somebody's hand and all he has is a knife. He, the, the archer appears and he hits it with extreme accuracy. You know, He is attacked by 12 guys and he needs to rip out all their throats. He summons the vampire and becomes a monster. So it is one of the coolest concepts I've read in a while. Um, it is very, the artwork is amazing. Um, and it revolves around the story of basically the Dreamstone took his sister's soul and gave him these abilities. So he is now trying to f- find her soul in the, the dreaming, this void of, you know, dreamscape. Um, while he's also fighting other people who have been given similar Dreamstones, um, they only have one or two. Uh, characters that they're involved with. So he's almost got kind of a schizophrenic thing going because he's being basically these five ghosts are trying to tear him apart. Whereas someone else might just, you know, merge very well with their ghosts. So it's a pretty freaking awesome comic. Uh, I'm really excited for it to continue on. Sounds like it has kind of hints of like Constantine-ish. A little of. bit. Yeah, it's, it's got it's got that. It's also got some uh, 
um, almost um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with the way it's kind of like mm. the, the characters are all from mm. from literature. You know, he's 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 on a boat and he encounters a woman who has dreamstones basically uh, embedded in her in her cheeks, and it turns out she's uh, she's being possessed by Sinbad. Oh snap! That's pretty so. Tight. So she's she's just a, a normal sailor who is now an amazing pirate and is amazing, you know, with a sword and everything. And when she's standing up there with her hands on her fist, you see this ghost of Sinbad the pirate with a turban on standing behind her. So it's cool. it's super cool, and That's the artwork rad. is amazing. Like it is so good. Do you know who the artist is? Off the top uh, of your head? Some of the B. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to Google it. Someone, we'll have to consult some resources. Yeah, someone, someone go. I'm gonna pull it up real fast. Someone go. Someone go. (laughs) So I was on vacation and I had a lot of free time on a plane to read comic books, Um, and I decided to revisit the Buffy the Vampire Slayer season eight. Nice. Um, Continuation of the TV series. Um, It's really good uh, art. Really good writing. It's the same kind of comedic feel that they had on the TV show, um, bringing in all the characters and using them in different ways, and also being able to use the whole kind of universe uh, within the story, as opposed to just being limited by TV production, whatever, so... Budget, um, money, Budget, usually. money, one of those things. Yeah, when you're drawing, you have all these special effects you want. Right. I love and that. you can show anything, go anywhere. Um, it's kind of awesome, so I would suggest if you liked the TV show, pick up the series and read it as well. They actually did something similar with Firefly. Yes, they same s- they picked up kind of guy too. S- same guy, Joss Whedon. Well, yeah, it's his show. Oh, yeah, no. I was, I was yeah. like, oh, we love Joss. But Whedon. yeah, they basically did the, the next season that they never got. They started doing it in comic form. Mm-hmm. I picked up the first two; they're pretty good. Yeah. So, and Buffy, they just started season ten a few months ago in comics, and it's really good. Chris Mooneyham. That's the artist There's for no Five Ghosts. There's no B in that name. I know, because the, the creator, the writer is Frank J. Uh, Barberi. Barberi. Oh, there's two there's in two there. Bar- Barbier. There. Maybe, maybe it's Bar- Barberi, yeah. Barbier, whatever. Chris Mooneyham. Awesome. Anyway, moving on. Mooneyham. Sweet. It's a fun name. What'd you read, Jamie? So I um, finally got my syncing back down to my, uh, to my iPad, so I was able to, to read a little bit more this week. I got to start the uh, Superman Doomed storyline. So that was pretty cool. Did that uh, start as weak as everyone said it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> the disappointed face right there. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know what? It was it kind of picked up towards um this is the third book. I think it was the third one. Um where Superman just finishes gosh, it's a little foggy in my head. Either way, he puts a couple people like in real serious danger. And at the end of it, he's like, yeah, I don't care. And he just flies away and leaves these guys, like, in harm's way. And Super, it was pretty, so he's Superman? like, wow. Well, because he had a confrontation with Doomsday, oh. won the confrontation with Doomsday, but became infected with the Doomsday virus. Oh. Um, so I've, in, it's broken up into three different, um, three different, like, chapters with, like, I think three or four different books in each one. It's, like, infected... I'm useless here. I know it ends. <laughs> it ends with Super Doom, um, where he's like full on like Superman meets Doomsday in one shell. So should be interesting. He's gonna. It's a crossover between other different books and uh, Wonder Woman. Is it's on two or three different Wonder Woman books. I think it's on a World's Finest or Batman Superman as well. So some Batman stuff in there too, which is pretty cool. And so I, uh, it's- Oh, and a real quick shout out to uh, DJ Arnold. Uh, I will read Sandman whenever oh, you decide yeah. to give it to me because he uh, said he was going to let me borrow it. Hey, so he was like he, a month ago. He was supposed to let me borrow Fables like a month ago. So if you want, uh, they're packed up now because I'm in the process of moving. But I have every single Sandman trade, and I'm much better giving them out. Sweet. This infection that Superman has is equivalent to like in Superman 3 with the really tarry kryptonite <laughs> that made him just a jerk. Blew out the candle at the Olympics, made the Tower of Pisa no longer leaning. That was heroin. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Good. Heroin. Sorry. Heroin kryptonite. Uh, introduced into uh, L.A. by the CIA. That, the, that's what it was. Yes. Oh, wait. No, that was crack cocaine. My bad. That was crack cocaine. And that was Oakland. Uh, uh, Steve's here. That's me. Uh, I did... I am in the middle of Invincible on Chapter 9. Yes! Thank you, David. I did have to put it aside because July is, of course, Bat Month, and I had to buy something on Amazon. Fair enough. (laughs) I did pick up uh, Batman Dark Victory. 
the sequel to Batman The Long Halloween. Ooh. Uh, the Long Halloween, of course, being one of the films that influenced the Dark Knight movie. Uh, features the creation of Two-Face. Um, it also deals with the Holiday Killer. And while basically the Holiday Killer, this isn't Long Halloween, there's this guy who's killing people by different holidays every month. And the comic shows the partnership of Batman, James Gordon, and Harvey Dent, which, of course, was the basis for Dark Knight. And you can totally see in this whole story, they have the rooftop scenes where Batman, Gordon, and Dent are talking. Perfectly, right out of the comic. It's right there. Um, two fa- Harvey Dent, of course, being you know in the comic, acid got into his face. It was the Maroney family behind it. And he, of course, has changed. And later on, there is this showdown between Batman, Harvey Dent, now Two-Face, and Gordon, which is just like in Dark Knight toward the end, except he's got his child and everything. And reading it, I was like, it's like I'm reading the movie. I'm reading the movie right now. Dark Victory continues with that story because someone else is doing the same style of murders, but using the Hangman game. Every person, and usually it's corrupt people. It's corrupt cops or other mob bosses that were involved, and they're hanging, and they have a Hangman's game on their chest. And the story also features, eventually, which I've not gotten to yet, uh, Dick Grayson. How Dick Grayson becomes Robin. How his family was taken from him. Those of you who don't know, it was not Two-Face at a carnival, as is told in Batman Forever. It was Two-Face was nowhere involved in that. Well, we don't need to talk about Batman Forever, do we? Good call. Okay. We never need to talk about Batman Forever. But uh, it's, as someone who wasn't always the biggest comic reader, I'm enjoying Long Halloween and Dark Victory. Wasn't Solomon Grundy in Long Halloween? He's in both. Uh, he Solomon Grundy, born, born on, on Mon- Monday. Born on yeah. Monday. He uh, plays substantial parts. He's nowhere. He's nowhere involved in the plot that's happening, but he leaves little details that Batman comes across. We're like, oh, this leads to somewhere else. So it's, well, Solomon Grundy. He's almost like the like. He's not the bad guy. Yeah, he's just deformed. He's he's, he's just he's just like a, like a like the big sad monster. Batman feels bad for him. Never tries to like do too much harm to him like he brings him food sometimes yeah. on thanksgiving which that's is kind of grundy for the most part in a lot of justice league stuff he's kind of like the yeah i'm gonna have to beat him up otherwise he's he's, he's, he's kind of down. i just I don't really he's, wanna, he's I don't kind of he's kind of the hulk hit him in the knees he's yeah. kind, he's kind of the hulk the in the way it's kind of like i mean you, you, you gotta stop him because he's a brute but at the same time it's kind of a misunderstood mind mm-hmm. that you you know you'd feel bad if he wasn't ripping your arms out of your sockets <laughs> <laughs> And then who then? You might feel bad then too. I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, can't touch anything now. <laughs> Look what I did. Old Solomon. Uh, I, on the other hand, haven't been doing as much comic book reading, but. Yeah, we're aware of this. Um, you know, that's just my life. Anyway, well, maybe because. Oh, oh. You're going to tell me what I should do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did uh, read briefly uh, an issue of Arrow. Um, comic yes there's a comic for that that's probably not that popular but this one issue is it's kind of cute um it starts off with uh ollie um uh old school style ollie driving a lamborghini with a car full of girls and he gets pulled over by a police officer and the guy's like you know license and registration and the dude's like you don't need my license and registration you know who i am and that just makes the cop even more po'd so um the cop tells him to get out the car. Of course, he tells him, I don't have any pants on. And, uh, Which classic is Ollie. This is common. On Arrow. Uh, anyway, long story short, uh, Ollie makes a call. Uh, the police officer shortly receives a call, tells him to let him go. Uh, cop tries to give him a warning. Ollie speeds off before the cop can say anything. Classic Oliver Queen. In the Arrow show, and then, uh, of course, it flips around um, that, the, uh, that officer kind of raises in the ranks and becomes like a, I don't know, some sort of detective. And there is, um, it, it wasn't even like a, a, a villain per se, but there was like a group of thugs or something like that. And Ollie ended up uh, going and looking out for the cop and taking down the thugs and left the guy a note and it said, drive safely. And that was what the cop told Ollie as he sped off. So that was kind of cute how they brought it back around and tied it in. <laughs> now he's Arrow and he's uh, looking out for the uh, cop that he was a douche to. It's cute. It was real cute. It's so cute. Um, it's so cute. And it was only like six pages, so that was perfect for me because, you know, I don't have time. Anybody <laughs> got time for that? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So uh, I guess we should keep things moving and talk about the other vigilante. 
The dark one? Or the <laughs> yes, it's Drew, it's you caught my segue. Thank it's you. Always always color, I swear. Hey. Okay. Wear flashy colors. Don't, uh, don't discriminate. <laughs> Talking about the black, dark night. The black. I'm not going to win this. No, so, he's uh, always Batman, guys. He's always. <laughs> anyway. Most of us here have been around uh, Batman's history for at least a third of it. Because um, if you do math, math. Uh, uh, so yeah. Siri, Siri, what is one third? Oh no, Siri, Siri, no, Siri, no. But I figure we've all been around long enough that we've uh, might have some memories of our first Batman interaction, whether it's comics, toys, TV, movies. Now we can go around share that couple, maybe. Anybody want to take it? I'll start. Okay. Um, my first memories of Batman um, was the Tim Burton movie. Batman, um, and that's probably because I was about four-ish, maybe five, so I was young. Steve's, stop dating yourself. Don't worry about it, dude. I wasn't even born. (laughs) Yeah, I put my cane in the corner. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And I just remember going to the theaters, and um, I think think my uncle took me, which would kind of make sense because he always took me places I probably shouldn't have gone. I was probably too noisy to go, but he didn't care. And uh, all I remember is just... The lights going dark and this camera kind of going around the cement thing. And I'm five and I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, I thought this is Batman. <laughs> and uh, eventually it kind of comes and pans out and the music's all there and it shows the bat symbol. And I'm like, oh, this is Batman. You were a very snobby five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not much has changed. You wearing a Argyle sweater and years. Oh, well, actually, yeah. He's Urkel. No That's you're, you're describing Urkel, right? <laughs> or, or Carlton. Come on, guys. Either way. Don't sweat my pet. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, that that was that was my first memory, and uh, man, it was just awesome. I just remember, you know, there ain't no stinking bat. You know, you want your money or not? That's all I remember. And then Batman showing up and kicking people in the chest and dragging them along. Ghosts and um, goblins and ghosts and goblins, as we talked about last time. <laughs> You guys already quoted these. Stop quoting these again. It's hey, Billy, it's Billy D. Bro. It's Sorry. Billy D. Bro. It's Come Billy D. Man, I know, I know. Yeah. Jeez. Colt 45. That's right. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's um, that's that's what I remember, and it was awesome. And that left a really good impression. And I'm going to pass the ball. I'm going to pass the ball to David Bear. I'm going to catch this ball. I have the ball now. Nice. So, I have uh, my first memory before I had any idea who Batman was. Um, during the... In the 90s, when Bane broke Batman's back, and he was out of commission for a little while. Um, and there were several other people who t- stepped in and took over as Batman. Azrael. One of whom being Azrael. So I had... Batman. Uh, I had an action figure that was... It was weird. It was based on Azrael, but it was Batman. So it was uh, Batman in like red and gold armor. Um, and then he had... This plastic piece of it was a chest plate that would come over his head and it had these four massive wings. And he had like the golden, like he had golden claws, and basically it looked like Azrael, but he had a Batman mask on. Um, so it was it was one of those ones. Remember how we talked about with like Man of Steel, how you go to the store and there's these toys that have nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> it was not in the movie. Exactly. I was looking. I'm like right. I'm like I didn't know it. I didn't even know what the, like if if my brother had been there, he probably been like this is not even remotely related <laughs> in any way. But I was like, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> um, so that was my first experience. Uh, my sister ran it over on her bike um, and <laughs> dragged it for a couple feet and kind of melted the plastic on his chest <laughs> where it like, ground against the You're cement. not talking to her anymore, right? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> that, is, that is what it was. Um, I, actually, I, I actually found it. I was clearing out my, uh, my bedroom at my parents' house uh, a couple months ago, and I found it. It is still in a box of old toys that I have. No uh, he's still there, and he's still got the little like bald spot on his arm where he was dragged on the concrete (laughs) so that was my that was my first my first real experience like with with batman that i remember was that um i definitely i mean my mom probably bought me like t-shirts and backpacks and stuff and i had no idea what it was i didn't you know didn't put two and two together um i didn't really have any actual experience with batman until like my teenage years like i did not know or care about batman i have the 
the poster of Jack Nicholson as the the Joker, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there with the the fake bird flapping around behind him, and he's just got the sunglasses on, a big smile on his face, <laughs> and I had that in my bedroom. I had, again, no idea what that meant, no idea what the <laughs> reference was. I'm just like, oh yeah, it's it's the clown guy. That's that's who that is. Uh, pretty much until I started actually reading comic books, I had no real connection. Um, with Batman, it was actually more my stuff with Spawn because I have a huge collection of Todd McFarlane Spawn. One of the first ones I picked up was Todd McFarlane, and uh, I think Frank Miller wrote a Batman Spawn story where they crossed over. Batman was fighting the clown, uh, Spawn was fighting the Joker. I've seen that image? Yeah. So that that was pretty much that's where it really got going from there. Sweet. What were you doing to the kid from Smallville? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I heard about Batman a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I've already shared what, what my first Superman uh, experience was, but Batman was pretty much the same age for me. I would go to my grandparents' house, and uh, my uncle would always be over there, and he played that. They would play those fucking reruns of Adam West yeah. as Batman over and over and over again. Running with that a giant my, bomb on his head. Yeah, But you know what, though? I mean... He had a cool car. Yeah, that's all he had. Oh, he yeah. slid down the pole into his bat cave from his uh, thing. There. <laughs> I'll go into it. Sorry, Catwoman. I mean, Catwoman yeah, was, hot. was hot. I mean, she was like was like five years old, and I remember like, wow, what is this feeling that I'm getting? <laughs> <laughs> hey, mama. Most, hey, most mama. boys don't doing? develop for a couple years. <laughs> Jamie <laughs> was an <laughs> early riser. Selena I had a beard at seven. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the Batcave was tight, though. Go on. Yeah, guys. I mean, he was, it was cheesy, and it was, but it was very comic-y as far as the, the bubbles when he would hit, you know, they didn't want to show violence on TV. Yeah. Wham. It was, it was Batman. It, even if it was cheesy, it was still, it had essence of Batman to it. Now, the, the, when Batman really made, uh, like, a mark on me, though, was, I remember when the movie came out, I think it was 89 or something like that. 89. And um, people were wearing these shirts that were Batman, like in his uh, with his cape, like over his face and his cowl and everything like that. And that was just wow, that is an awesome T-shirt. And I wanted it, and I never got it because <laughs> they didn't make it small enough in that style. So I got one with the big yellow bat symbol on it. It was depressed. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was fine. It looked it looked just fine. But I, I wanted like that's kind of the shirt that I always wanted. The one with the logo yeah, on it? and you were depressed to have it. <laughs> well, because I just thought Batman looked so badass, and the other one was like, oh my gosh, he, he did, that though. looks right. almost scary. My parents didn't let me watch the movie until it came out on VHS, because they said, it, well, it might be too dark for you to watch, and it probably was mm-hmm. when I watch it now. I, 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 didn't get half the, I wouldn't have gotten half the references anyways. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, because I watched it when it came out on VHS, but that was kind of, uh, you know. And can you explain to people what a VHS is? Yeah, what is that? A VH, I don't even know what it stands for. <laughs> what does DVD uh, it's stand a ta- for? It's a tape. It's a tape. <laughs> digital video disc. Is, yeah. is, is that uh, what it stands yeah. for? Yep. VHS, yeah, we'll have to look that up. What if, are DVDs anyway? All right, VHS. VHS, yeah, it was a, uh, a black tape. <laughs> Sometimes you can get them in green and different colors, but from the studios, they're black. <laughs> uh, you put it in, there's... You uh, the VCR. You put in the VCR. Oh, oh, VCR. Yeah. Booker. VCR hooked up to your. Uh, we know the sheep sound that is that Booker. V- v- oh, okay. No, put the bus in the Booker. You, you had what was called. Uh, you had what was called tracking. Yep. You, know, you guys ever have to change the tracking a little yeah. bit oh on the bottom, God. so you yeah, had like sucked. all the fuzz all over there. Sure but it was high quality. Is this the three. tech that Batman used to have to use back in the day? Yeah. Even worse, track. You kidding me? Oh my gosh, he did. That's what his theme music got played off of. Yeah, in his Pontiac GTO. There it is. It was a sweet car. Yeah, that's true. Drew, speaking of VHS, yes, yeah, that was actually my first memories going to the video store. Ooh, what is that? Right? Where they? It was this place where they used to keep all the VHSs you could ever want. Are those still around? All and there of was all this of the curtained area <laughs> where I didn't get to go as a kid. <laughs> I never knew why. You, you know what? You know what? Watch that Batman movie. It's the yeah, closet. No. That's what it was. Yeah, no. It was. It I was figured, the. Yeah. It was the Batcave. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> there were just weird old men back there, and I was just so like, so I don't want to go there. Mm. Um, but whenever I'd go there, I'd always get the uh, animated Batman, mm. not the animated series. Mm. Way back when. I don't know how else to describe it. The animation sucked. Like Super Friends? 
were prior to that. For that, but uh, okay. similar animation. Oh, uh, right, right. Um, but those were the best um, Batman shows I remember. I always try to get the right one, but I can never remember which one was the good one. So it was always a surprise when I got home and put my VHS in the VCR. The Vuzz and the Vuzz and the Vicker. Those ones. Um, <laughs> to find out which episodes they were, but that was my earliest memory of Batman. Was it fun? Which part? Going to the VHS. The most. The, 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 like you watched the Batman animated dude. <laughs> animated dude. Yes. <laughs> it was fun. That's nice. Sweet. <laughs> and Steve, I want to point out the the more you uh, glare when we talk about Adam West Batman, uh, is it hurt the more you realize that you have the Adam West Batman logo on your chest? Oh, <laughs> oh I know. I'm aware of this. Oh, okay. That's his yes. face. As long as, 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 long as you're aware, I'm that's, aware, that's aware Adam West. I wear this more for the comic of this time more mm, than the show, but mm. I'll tell you guys my first experience. Um, it was dark. There were candles lit. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> mine was the Tim Burton film. He he went into that dark corner. Went that dark right. corner behind the, <laughs> the bat cave the with all the creepy old guys. Put the bus and the vicar and um, Jack. So the, the <laughs> it was the Tim Burton Batman film that I started off with. Um, Dad actually thought it was a good idea to go, and I watched it with him. I was quiet little boy watching. It was amazing. <laughs> and I hadn't really had hadn't seen the Adam West series until after seeing Tim Burton's movie, mm-hmm. which may be a reason why I feel the way about about it, the way I do about it, because uh, I'm watching Tim Burton's depiction, dark, brooding uh, things. Are, it, there's gang members involved in Jack Napier's gang, and people are dying on the streets. Batman's parents killed in front of him. I'm like, oh my god, this is wow. Then I come across reruns of the Adam West series. And I would literally turn around and be like, Dad, this isn't Batman. Who is this? <laughs> Who's the idiot in the blue and the gray? What's his, he's all, son, this is what we grew up watching. I feel sorry, Dad. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, it would be on, and I, I, didn't, I couldn't understand at that time that this is the same character. Because I went and saw this guy in all black armor fighting these criminals in a serious tone, saving the city. And then I'm going to go and see reruns of this wacky guy running with a bomb in daylight batman isn't supposed to come out in a due time <laughs> he's running in the pier in daylight through a crowd of people everyone's like oh there goes wacky batman again <laughs> let's go get some sweaters <laughs> Wait, what? What the? no this I, I just it was i didn't get it at the time and that could be why i always view batman only in the dark aspect because the tim burton movie is the one i saw first and choose to forget the mayor of quahog Portraying Batman. On a side note, I think I just I think I just found the cure for a Steve's disdain uh, with the Adam West style Batman. And it, I figured it all out. I figured it all out. What's that? It's a Batman from another Earth. Oh, there you uh, go. Just okay. like Owl Man and all those other ones. I don't like that Earth. <laughs> just fine. Like you don't have to, but now you can like that Batman because <laughs> because that one. And you know what? It's not even anger toward Adam West. I think Adam West is a hilarious guy. He's pretty. The guy funny. is hilarious, and the guy made more power to him. Made millions off being Batman on TV. Did he? I think probably. I think so. It's just when I think Batman, I don't think of the Austin Powers of Batman. That, that, that's all. That's not the first thing that pops in my head. I think of you don't think story. of uh, the bat who shagged you. No, I don't think of that. But I do agree that Catwoman is freaking hot. Just, I, think, I think of the uh, Catwoman who shagged me. That's a good oh, one. Right See, she's like good no one. matter what series. 60s today. Mm. Yeah, I don't care. Catwoman's always black good. Black leather is black leather. It's a rare. Yeah. It is. I can't do it the way she does. Meow. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Head Bob was there, too, and he did it. Oh, it's great. Right. It just got hot in here, ladies and gentlemen. So take off all your quotes. It just <laughs> now that we've all had our first experiences, so, um, <laughs> what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about uh, Batman versus the Joker. That was Ooh. smooth, Jamie. Uh, Real smooth, <laughs> Jay. Ari, is that what we're going to talk about? Mm. Don't do the licking. <laughs> Stop with lick the, the chops. Lick the chops. Wearing that tank top, you remind me of I mean, what happens? Your uh, balls drop <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Even turning away, that still hurt in my ears. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So I'm going to ask the question that every – I know this is there, – there are age-old questions that comic book fans have to hear from every single person that doesn't read comic books. 
why don't the Hulk's pants fall off when he turns into the Hulk? <laughs> how does Superman fly? You know, it. You know, Stan Lee kind of was like, oh, you know, I don't know how Superman flies. So that's why ha- Thor throws his hammer, which is still just as ridiculous. <laughs> but and and you and you and you have to answer that. You have to, you have to answer. You have to be like, you know what? If 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 those are the kind of questions you ask, you shouldn't be reading comic books. But there's always the question, and it's kind of hard to answer because you have an answer but it's not really a good answer why doesn't batman kill the (laughs) joker all right i get that batman doesn't kill villains he gives everyone that chance he is the avenger he's not the murderer however if you look at the amount of people that would be alive today if the joker was not just behind bars and breaking out every other week but d-e-d dead Wait, I yeah. think you, there's a, a... No, don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry I, about I, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. If you break it down like that, Batman is letting more lives die because he doesn't end one life. And I don't think that... I get the morality and that's his character, but in the real world, the actual question is he is doing a disservice by letting him live. And he is responsible for those deaths by the hands in, of the In, in the real world, why hasn't the justice system executed the that's Joker? What I, that's that's what I was going to yeah. say. I don't really think it's Batman's fault because, I mean, that's I just like... the DA poli- for being like, why can't we convict this guy? He, yeah. he killed a billion people. Honestly, mm. he, he, he pretty much... There's still something there. <laughs> I mean, as, there's as, hope. There's hope. As far as like, you know, same thing. You know, a police officer is not going to kill... A potential criminal unless it's self-defense or possibly if there's some sort of hostage situation. And even then, they do their best to try to separate, you know, the criminal from, you know, whatever. So I can understand why Batman didn't do that. The real question, yes, is why hasn't the justice system executed them? Because it's supposed to be the community, you know, casting the final vote as to what's going on. Not one man, be it Batman or a cop or anything like that. Um, It deals in what I think... And with an example being what I've read so far and the movies themselves, it can be viewed that if Batman does that, if he finally kills the Joker, remember, Joker wins. Joker just proved that no matter what sense of rules you may have to yourself, and your morals are different. Like, he knows Batman doesn't kill, so he's going to do everything he can to make life horrible for him by killing others to make him break. If the Joker knew that my... One rule would be I would never turn on my family. He would put me in situations where, hey, man, those 20 people on that bus are going to die unless you let me kill your wife. So I'm like, no, no. So, I mean, it's it's, it's bus explodes, right? It's not so much why won't Batman kill him? It's more Joker's about pushing you and breaking everything you believe in. And if he breaks what Batman believes in, who is supposed to be higher up than anyone in Gotham and being a symbol what people should strive forward to if batman can fall we're all gonna fall the joker is nietzsche's ubermensch well that's what i was just gonna say is you. he is the because <laughs> 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 oh, I, I was like <laughs> joker represents the complete opposite of batman mm-hmm. he's has no rules mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants he does whatever he wants he does holds nothing in high regard he really is not even sane obviously um, and he somehow never gets punished. Yeah, Batman is so Batman is so methodical. He's such a even an overanalyzer that the only logical villain for him to ever really keep challenging him is someone like the Joker. Yeah, someone who doesn't have any kind of rhyme or reason, can't be predicted, who doesn't have patterns, who doesn't you know every every other one of Batman's villains, he usually finds some sort of way because that's how he can take care of people with like. Powers and and uh, you know crocodile. What's the guy? Not crocodile. Killer crocodile. Why was I going to say the crocodile hunter? Killer croc. Crikey, the Batman's coming. <laughs> Why am I alive? <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. I'm- I, just, I think I think back to the Batman animated series, the Christmas special, when Joker is dancing around singing Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, and then he jumps up on the tree, and the tree is a rocket, and flies him out of Arkham Asylum. <laughs> As he just, the Joker got away, and he flies away, and I'm just like, oh, nope. there, is there a he book. is. <laughs> there is a book that I have called The Philosophy of Batman. Don't look too deep into this. I'm not trying to think. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and they do break down that. So Batman is on a train with Joker. And this isn't going to be a math test. Uh, if he goes to the left. Look at my calculator. There's one person tied on that train track. If he turns to the right, 
there's a group of people crossing the train track. And of course, these are the dumbest people in the world. But whatever. <laughs> Person tied on the left, group of people on the right. And Batman has to make a choice. The way Batman thinks is, well, I'm going to grab a hold of Joker, crash this train by going down the middle, hitting nobody, tying him up and calling the cops. Basically, it's that finding a way when you think there is no other option. When you think all you can do is kill a Joker. That's it. He's like, no, I can do something else that's going to stop him while also not making me break what I believe in. You know, sometimes you need to be the guy that lays down on the wire, all right? As opposed to being the guy who cuts the wire. Always got an excuse. Big man in a suit of armor. Anyway. <laughs> Was that Sorry. like the Marvel? I, 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 just, I just went off on the Avengers. Avengers. I know. No, I know. Ninch Malipicic? Yeah, yeah, that was Ninch Malipicic. Well, for Fred, Frederick Nietzsche, you know, the, the Ubermensch theory, the idea of the, the ultimate man who can do whatever he wants, and it was uh, what the basis for crime and punishment. He tries yeah. to, he try, well, it wasn't the basis for, for that, but in, in crime and punishment, there was, it was a story around a guy who thought he was the Ubermensch. He thought he was this, this person who would get away with murder, basically, and yeah, I'm, we're not going to... I think do. it's also what Curtis <laughs> was saying, though, too. It's Batman's job isn't to... Um, persecute or to set what's going to happen to this guy his job is i'm going to capture him you guys are still a society you guys still decide what to do with him. i'm not next and then I'm i'll put executioner him, and then i'll put him back away when you guys mess up exactly the and lesson i'm, that I'm gonna mess up continuous and, and i'm just gonna keep putting him away and but I guess it all really comes down to the creators of the comic books because Batman has to catch somebody yeah. in order to win, but he they can't just keep writing millions and millions of villains. So Batman's going to catch them and it's they're going to break out a Bell Rev or Arkham or whatever. Bat trivia. The, the first appearance of the Joker, he was actually killed at the end of the comic. And then they had to rewrite the comic mm-hmm. and basically have him, they, you know, when he they have him in the ambulance, like, oh, this man's alive. Wow. That's what it sounded too. Yeah, this man's alive. Basically, <laughs> yep, and then the guy gets his neck snapped. Yep. Then, Ad- then Adam West comes flying in. <laughs> Gosh, Robin, Robin, I think if we were to have called, that the Joker would appear. <laughs> Let's go. Holy rusted metal, Batman! <laughs> what that came uh, from? Uh, Robin, there's no metal here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have to say holy something, Batman. <laughs> Leap and lamprey. Anyway. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk more about Batman and the Joker? <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of basically that. Like they're 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 yin and yang. Like they're they one needs the other, and they're never going to not exist. And the new Fifty Two Joker is just stupid looking. Well, he's only yeah. been in for one story exactly. So it's far, which is stupid. A little different. It's stupid. Do without you. He has his he has his skin peeled off, and he is holding it on. But he cut tack. his own I mean, face off. Stupid. <laughs> that's like that's like to I me something I wrong there. Back to him. No, in, well, in not in the in the, new, the new fifty two, he did it to himself before the switch over. Yeah, but in in new fifty two, it was. I, oh yeah, it wasn't Batman one of the titles they didn't actually reboot for the new fifty two. Not really. Not yeah, really. Because they kept some of it because that that did come over yeah. from the. One of the stories. I mean, to me, at, at that point, it's just like now you're just getting you know ridiculous and shock value. Like, oh, he's so crazy, he cut off his own face. Great, that's not subtle at all. Like, <laughs> I like the subtlety, the subtle insane that is mm-hmm. the Joker. The fact that in the Dark Knight he talks about his scars, but his story is never the same. Just, it just Playing that was your, rad. That was Playing you know, your emotions exactly trying to make you feel for him. I don't know how I got these <laughs> scars. Let me guess, you cut your face off. A little fight in you. I like that. that. Then you're gonna love me. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Batman. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> We're waiting for you to get here. So that is uh, Batman's biggest foe. I think we can decide that, or easily. Yeah, no, that's that's his that's his, his arch nemesis. But he has a whole rogues gallery of other whole rogues, rogues gallery. And here they gallery. are. Come, oh no, never mind. Come on down, Poison Ivy! Yeah. I don't want to talk about Poison Ivy. I just, that's the first thing that jumped to my head. Um, <laughs> my favorite Batman villain. Is that what we're talking about? That, that is what we're talking hey, about. Hey, I took that segue and rode it all the way home. Like a security guard. Um, my favorite Batman... Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> villain um, turned side... Kick. He's kind of an anti-hero. You guys have heard me talk about him before. Du, 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 the Red Hood, and I'm talking about the oh, Jason Todd version. This is first. I never heard of this. Who is Seven this? <laughs> That's the guy with the big. You know, he looks like he's wearing a match head, and he's at the cape, right? Is it? Yeah, it looks like his head's a red fishbowl kind of. I know. Well, the original <laughs> one, the new one, not so Those much. Those of you confused, the Red Hood was once the Joker, but we're not referring to the Joker. We're referring to Jason Todd. Correct. Seem to make it even more kind of bizarre. Now the current Red Hood kind of looks like the Red Skull a little bit. 
but we won't go that far into it. He's a Nazi? He kind of is. He's kind of oh like a God. bat Nazi. New 50s. He's not a uh, Nazi astute. He's Hydra. Oh, my, I'm sorry. Yeah, God. Well, he, God, uh, Nazi deep science. He was. Yeah, Nazi. Yeah, thank you. Nazi deep science. Anyways. Um, <laughs> DC. Why did I like him being a villain? Yeah, let's bring it back to the Batman. Um, I liked him being a villain because he was trained by, by Batman and every time gave him a run for his money. Same thing. Even in. Okay, let's go. Let's go. David Barry. Well, so he's, he's the one that would. If it came down to it, he's the one that would have killed the Joker. He's the one that would have been like, you know. You are a problem. I need to just put you down like a wild dog. That is correct. Because he had the training of Batman, but he didn't have the moral bitchery. Came from the streets. I know. You, shut up. It's not a word. <laughs> Compass. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't. I don't know that he, he. He. Yeah, because he was kind of a loose cannon. He may have gone as far as to kill him. He didn't really have anything personal against the Joker until the Joker killed him. Um, it's gonna mess so up. I believe I believe he beat him with a crowbar and then blew him up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. To say kill, I, I, I just I just like to point out to everyone that Jason Todd was beaten with a crowbar, crowbar. Yeah. and then blown up, which is pretty much what everybody wanted to do. To yeah, him that's that's that and, Jason Todd. And people voted that. That makes me wonder. Yeah, people, people voted. Yeah, <laughs> so much for people Batman, called right? in and they dialed one to get him beaten with a crowbar and blown the hell up. Those yep. ships would have blown up in real life. They would have. Um, but no, that, that that was my favorite part. You always giving Batman a run for his money um, because he had the same training, so he had access to some of the same tools. Um, X Y Z. He knew how Bruce thought, um, and of course, uh, I really really liked um, going back to Battle for the Cal. How you know here comes you know Bruce is supposedly dead. Everybody's like someone needs to take up the mantle. And in the midst of all this, someone does take up the mantle. Someone is showing up as Batman, but the only thing is they're killing people. Wait a minute. Yep. So all the clues, all the signs, all of the evidence, with the exception of gun shells uh, left on the scene. And, uh, I mean, who did it come down to? He took out um, everybody. Well, the Internet's favorite Robin, who is Tim Drake, took him out. Took out Damien, shot Damien in the chest. Son of a bitch. I mean, he just he he took out everybody. The only person who overcame him, who beat him, was my dude Nightwing, Dick Grayson. And then he took the cow. Um, I mean, obviously Bruce would have been able to take him down had he not been quote unquote dead. Uh, he was time traveling, actually. I know. That's why I said quote unquote dead. <laughs> dead and time wasn't traveling. Really dead. Bruce Wayne is a Delorean. That's so awesome, isn't yeah. it? So awesome. Dark Side gave it to him. That's so awesome. <laughs> um, but anyway. He has everything. He's got money, man. Anyway, billionaire. Um, that's my, off the top of my head, my favorite uh, villain. Let's no, off the top it. of your head. Off the top. Sounds like you practiced that. Oh, no, we <laughs> can go good. Um, who wants to take a crack? Uh, it's not in the rogues Add gallery, it. per se. Um, but my favorite Batman villain was Batman as a villain. Oh. In uh, Blackest Night, when oh. basically they reincarnate... And there's just a zombified Bruce Wayne uh, who is not actually Bruce Wayne. Right. And that's what that's what is was so creepy. But just the idea, and because what I loved about it is who who would put more like who would strike more fear? Because that's the whole thing about the the black the black black lanterns in Blackest Night was fear. And they ripped out everyone's heart and they fed on your emotions, and that's how they got their power. And who would just bring everyone to their knees and just utterly terrified if they were resurrected from the dead was their favorite caped crusader. And we, when he came out, everyone's like, that's it. We're done. The Black Lanterns have Batman. A dead bat. Game over, everybody. Ugh. Which then led, of course, to all the members of the Justice League who had died in the past. The Black Rings gone onto them, and everyone's like, oh, I can't take them over. They're not dead. Well, they were dead at some point. <laughs> and then they all became Black Lanterns as well. So like it was story. it was almost just the the idea of the if if Batman went bad the power and the fear that he could strike into his compatriots. I got to go to sleep tonight. Also yes, uh also I really like uh what's the what's the toy guy? Ventral toy Coast. man? Yeah, toy, oh, man. Oh, toy man. Yeah, toy man in uh in the Super Friends. <laughs> Batman. Anyway. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Smallville. Hmm. Smallville. Well, let's see. Can't. <laughs> you can't use Joker because that one no. already got taken. You know, I'm kind Ship of uh, sailed. 
I kind of like um, kind of like the Riddler. I feel like the Riddler is kind of the poor man's Joker sometimes. Well, kind not well, sort of. When they write him well, he is awesome. Because so I like his um he's not he's not crazy. He's a he's maniacal. He is yeah, maniacal. He's egotistical. He's not as smart as he's, Batman. You say something about testicles? But e- egotistical. He, My bad. He is very um I don't even know. I don't know how to describe him, but I like he tests Batman's wit yes, and he yes. tests his his quick thinking. Not so much his knowledge because I mean he he he's trickery, you know, his riddles. The wit. His, yeah, the wit. He really pushes Batman in a different way than most people don't. I do Please. Like that. You're as blind as a bat. <laughs> okay, Jim we're not Car- talking about Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey Riddler. Jim Riddler, right? <laughs> Jim Carrey would have been a good joker. Yeah. yeah is, is anyone reading the um cuz you know Batman has a billion titles out right now. Um Why? the uh is uh, year zero? Is, is year zero, the one where he's based, it's like the future where uh his sidekick is the Riddler. I don't know, I don't. Oh. Know. Like Batman and the Riddler. Yeah. Cuz he's kind of doing his own little stint with a whole bunch of different villains yeah. to replace Batman and Robin. Yeah. But uh there's I thought that was it was kind of weird because it's Batman like doing his standard like throwing the cape around his face on top of the building and then down in like the Robin like pose is Edward Nigma in a green <laughs> suit with question marks all over it like looking out into the night like <laughs> like he's Robin or something but it's the Riddler hilarious and because it's what's what's the one where is it Eternal or Year Zero where he's like in the future like Gotham is like a jungle almost I think that's Year Zero because that one he also has he has the Riddler's like staff and it's like broken in half and. I don't care about. I mean, I love the Batman's cool, but there's way too much Batman right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Batman going on. There's like Batman. It, it, like it was going on before Bat Month, and it'll go on after Bat Month. If it was Bat Month, I'd be like, "All right, it's Bat Month." But it's not, Joseph. I'm gonna pass. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna leave it to you. Oh, bring it home. Well, okay. Wow. I'm going to go with the uh, the man who trained him. You must become more than a man in the minds of your... Uh, was, was that what, Raish, Raish Al Ghul? Always call him Raz Al Ghul. Raish. Raish. Raish? I prefer to call him Raz. Fucking Tom. Damn it, Tom. The actual pronunciation is Raish. Oh, I believe it's an Israeli word. Uh... <laughs> no, it's Hebrew. Uh, I, I love the, you know, the, the, the man who trained Bruce Wayne. Again, not all the stories, but in the stories I yeah, enjoy. Right. That he's the one who trained Bruce taught him how to fight, taught him to become this weapon against against evil, and then wait, Roz, you're going a little too far. I'd have me execute this guy for just taking some a loaf of bread or something. And then the way they've separated from each other. And now they're enemies, and there's still that respect. In the cartoon that I remember in the animated series, uh, there's still that respect between the two, where he still calls him, good morning, detective. detective. He always calls him detective. Doesn't call yes. him Batman, doesn't call him Bruce Wayne. Calls him detective. And it, it's just, it's that, you know, the teacher-student thing. It's, it's, it's Obi-Wan and Luke, but it's totally different and w- totally com- morphed out. It, it, the teacher's the bad guy now, and student's yeah. the good guy. I love the connection between Ra's al Ghul and Batman. I really like it, too. And I really, really like the respect factor. Like, you can, you can tell, like, if, if anything ever happened to Batman, it definitely wasn't planned. I almost feel like anything that Ra's does, like... That happened. That Batman intervenes on. He kind of because he's almost just as calculated. I almost feel like he kind of looks out for him. Like I know the detective, you know, based off of his standards, will do this. I'll do some smoke and mirrors to make sure that he expends his energy and his time on not what I'm really trying to get out of it. You are my greatest student. You should be used standing by my side as Gotham Burns. There you go. But yeah, I really like how he always always calls him the detective. He has a lot of respect. Um, and he doesn't even always like Batman, but he just respects him so much because he is just just as driven about maintaining justice and vengeance for his family as Roz is about overtaking the world and, and cleansing it, mm-hmm. almost like a whole globe, global genocide. So the respect is definitely Staying there. where I belong, between you and the people of Gotham. You're welcome. There you go. And in this case, he usually protects him against the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's how we feel. That was good. <laughs> I need a cigarette after that. Jeez. <laughs> wow. 
one of those. We do have candles. <laughs> we really set we the mood have, for you guys here tonight. We have a couple minutes, and I know in our previous podcast we haven't talked about the Batman video games. Um, I know the the Arkham series is really great. They had Raish Al Ghul in the second one, Raish, um, <laughs> for Arkham City. So, have you guys played it? I've only is actually played anyone? one of them. Which one? Uh, the, whatever the first one is. Arkham Asylum. Yeah. I have yeah. all three, but haven't finished all three of them. Yeah. I've played all three of them. I have the second one that I got from the Mac App Store on my Mac. Arkham City. Yes. Nope. Yeah. Second one? You're right. No, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> You're pretty. I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> he right got up there with Kitty Pride, Arkham City. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> two two <laughs> points. Teams. I, um, at first, part of me, from like a... Like a mechanic side, I mean, it's it's basically Assassin's Creed. Like it's that's it's kind of. I mean, you you sneak around, you're dropping down on people. Like from mechanics, like sneaky fighting, it's Assassin's Creed. Minus the fact that in Assassin's Creed, when you get attacked by four people, you're like, I can handle all these, and they beat the shit out of you. Batman's like attacked by four people, and he's just like, <laughs> and he's Didn't done. Even get, not even a sweat. Not even breaking a sweat. Um, but I I liked the um. I like the mechanics and the gameplay, um, and I like the story. I like that they kind of like the the whole um, like mythos of Arkham, and they like go how, how deep that is, and you find the Riddler's clues all over the place, and he just talks to you about you know the history and all this weird stuff, and or the creepy voice who tells you the history of Arkham yeah. Asylum. Yeah, it was a good blend of like the darkness you see in the movies and comics, and I mean you see in the movies and then the comic truth with like scarecrow and and all them on there real fun real fun try this let's see it's david Barry. he's okay real fun play the video games put them on mute and play the hans zimmer james newton howard scores from dark knight trilogy that's what i do <laughs> is that what you bought the video game just so you can have the score dude, while he's I'm, wearing his back i'm gonna 100 honest dude i i think you you probably turn on porn and mute it and then listen to the hans zimmer score <laughs> are you watching me <laughs> And no, I'm not wearing the Batman mask while I do that. <laughs> so we're accepting donations for uh, help for Steve's. I am the bat. I'm the I feel like I feel like the games have like clearly it's not just like because there are, there are comic book video games that there's hype about them because they're comic book video games and then they just fall flat on their faces. I feel like it's a testament to. The creators that the Arkham series, it's not just popular because it's a Batman video game. It's popular because it's a really good video game and also tells a really good Batman story. You know, I feel like like video game fans and comic book fans can both appreciate pieces, the bits of Arkham as opposed to being like, you know, like the Deadpool video game that came out. And I heard it was fun, but from like my hardcore video game friends, they were kind of like, I mean, it wasn't the greatest game. Like people wanted to get it because it was Deadpool. Like people didn't want to get Arkham just because it was Batman. They wanted to, you know, well, at first maybe, but then when they got there, they wanted to get it because it's a great game. It, you know, it brings you in. It's you know requires skill and it's also Batman. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. I I really like um, the uh, costume uh, and the kind of like the stylization that they've taken with uh, not just his costume but other like the villains' costumes, certain other um, characters from that story. And uh, I think I mean. They, you know, it's you see that they took a page out of the Nolan book, and but then they didn't just leave it there. They did their own thing with it. Um, you know, the, the the tactical elements of the Nolan costume gets introduced in there, and then they even take it a little bit farther. Um, pro- probably my favorite modern day Batman costume comes from video games. Some, yeah, yeah, the video games. It mm-hmm. just looks darn good, and it makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah, like it would make sense that Batman has, you know. You know this padding here and these gauntlets and wearing this kind of material—it's more breathable. And you know, in certain situations and stuff, they, they just did. The creative team did an incredible job mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, great! Good job, Jamie. Freaking I'm small. Thing do the homework. Yeah, how about that but I bet you played the Superman game. Yeah, how about that? Every Superman. day, every day, from, from every the morning, the Man of Steel game I, from the Man of Steel love, movie. I would love it if if Rockstar made a, a Man of Steel game like that quality. That I, you know, I did actually play a demo in GameStop for five minutes, and I, I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I Best five minutes ever. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, 
I'm sorry we didn't have this podcast last year when it was Superman year. I know I'm we missed sorry, that. That Jamie. would have been so awesome for you. We could still do a Superman. We just don't want to do a month. Yeah, we don't have to do a whole month. One. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. I like Batman just as much. People always give me a hard time. I hate when someone tries to make me pit Superman against Batman. I agree with you on that one. I just don't like that. They would In, in a real world, they would never... Really get at it. Well, guess what? Warner Brothers just named a movie Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> well, you know what, though? Here's the deal. Zack Snyder himself said he took the S out of there because he didn't want it to be versus, as, in a typical sense, as a Batman versus Superman. He wanted to be Veru. 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 Yeah. That's versus minus the S's. Veru. <laughs> Speaking of which, if it's true what I heard Kevin Smith saying about... I may have found my first complaint that I have about this movie. That he wrote a bogus script for it? No, not that part. Oh, but. It's something else <laughs> I read. Which, again, not this, whether it's true or not, rumor Steve's I'm hearing. The only thing, because I haven't even given Ben Affleck a shot. I'm, I'm on Team Affleck. I'm always Christian Bale, but I'm on Team Affleck right now. Okay. If it's true that Batman's costume, the colors, are gray and dark blue. I'd love it. That. Hey, Steve. <laughs> he comes out at night. How do you hide at night when you're wearing gray hey, and dark blue? Hey, hey. <laughs> what color is a building, Steve? Is it black or is it stone gray? Is it made out of concrete or is it made out of black? <laughs> it's a gray building. If he's going to be scaling buildings and windows, are you saying he sky, has more than one costume? He, maybe. I'm okay with that. Then. He's got a gray costume. Batman's gray. He's gray and black and gray and blue. But if he's Batman, if he's Bruce Wayne. He would have a suit that would do camouflage colors if need be. That beep, boop, beep, boop, like Predator. He's Bruce freaking Wayne. He's got the power to do that. He's got Lucius. And if that's what happens, above that, if no, that's he's happens, above I'm cool that. with that. That's, an, that's Iron Man. Man, come on. <laughs> They're both rich guys who fight. Who fight for good? Which is why I like both of them. I do. I do. I do like the idea of a, of a gray and blue. I, I've wanted to see it on the big screen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gray and dark blue. When we when when you hear someone say Batman's going to be in gray and dark blue, you immediately think of either the cartoon or the comic book. (laughs) That's what you immediately go to. And I feel like if that's true, if they're going to do a gray and dark blue, you know they're gonna. It's it's not going to be the bright. You know, bright gray. Too. I don't the, know. Did you see how bright that blue and red was for oh, Superman's so costume? Good, man. Zach I'm not saying, no, no, it, it did look great. I'm just saying that he's it a popped. colorful kind of guy. It popped, but I mean, you know, Watchmen. Maybe, that's true. That's penis. true. But at the same time, you know, if big blue dongs, <laughs> if <laughs> if they if they do that kind of that that almost realism to the comic books, then I feel like it could just it could look a lot. I mean. I, I I know the I know if they did it they would do it right. I know you're not gonna see it and be like, what the f- what is that? And it's <laughs> is he no. wearing tights? <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it's gonna be great. I think we've okay. got a couple um couple more weeks. I think we're gonna see a little. And bit th- more this Comic-Con. is an emotional off the cuff, haven't any research. I just read it and said, that's all. I could I'll I think, read again. I, I just picture oh, Kevin God. Smith sitting there with his wiener dog, just giggling because he put that on the internet. He's like, <laughs> he did. <laughs> I'm Ben's buddy. He, I'm Ben's buddy. He, he is. Backing this, really, he is trying to sabotage this thing. I think that's how Kevin Smith really feels. <laughs> Ruin I, his best friend's movie heck, whole on Batman. <laughs> heck yeah. O- over the principles, I would I would say. I, you know what? I was really, really trying to give Ben Affleck a chance. I really was. I, I, I started to. off by bashing him. I was like, you yeah, know yeah, what? Yeah, you did. You know what? It's, he, he has a, 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 an Academy Award. He said um, three, okay, two great movies lately. Yeah, that he starred in, and that's three great. directed. And I was like, fantastic! And I was like, I'm gonna give him a shot. I'm gonna give this guy a shot. I like him. I'm gonna give him a shot. What happened? And then, like two weeks ago, I woke up in a really cold sweat. I had a really bad nightmare, and oh, I woke up, yeah. and all I thought was, Oh my god, I'm sweating. Ben Affleck's gonna be Batman. It's, <laughs> this is not a good thing. It's messing up my central nervous system. It's 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 all bad. It's well, not it's not good. Have you seen the town? Yeah, here's, seen here's you've seen Argo. I've seen Argo. And I'm using the accent for no reason. I but have know, you seen yeah. those movies? Yeah, I've seen get the, the movies. Car. Give the guy a get shot. He'll get in the car. He'll the car. He'll go to the car. He'll drive real fast. He'll drive real fast. Tell your mom to get off my back. I heard all that. Your Boston accent is awful, Curtis. Well, maybe it's because I've never been here. You know what else is awful? Ben Affleck is Get out. Good segue. Good segue. Good segue. Honestly. What do you what do you can say, Jim? I think we're gonna say the same thing. 
I don't actually know what I, was, I just leaned towards the microphone. <laughs> he was waiting for his opportunity to say something. Honestly, it I keep <laughs> pausing because out of the corner of my eye I see you coming towards the mic. It's one of those things where like in the list of people that they said like might have played Batman, it's one of those things and this is the difficulty that anyone has stepping into that role, is it wasn't you're not Christian Bale stepping in after George Clooney. You know, it's not like, hey, everyone thinks Batman is basically done. Like, no one cares anymore. Like, they shot this. You know, they beat a dead horse. And you come out with Christian Bale, and you're like, okay, now we're back. And we ended on a high note. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of like, a new Batman ending on a high note. Who knows? Like, that list was never really like, yes, that guy should be Batman. They're doing it right this time around for Batman, is they're not making him a central part of any of these films that he's going to be in. And we're going to get him in smaller doses, still enough to get our Batman fix, but it's not going to be all attention right on Batman. I thought they this announced a Batman up. movie with Ben Affleck. In like 2019. After, yeah, after this. Uh, I think that's him passion, passing the torch to a uh, somebody younger that's not in a wheelchair or a walker. <laughs> Good. I think you Affleck's know, it, not that old, guys. Jesus. By 2019, yeah, five Affleck's more years, he'll be 40s. he'll be 50 years old. There's some, there's some fit guys at 50. Yeah, but he's not a young Batman yeah, anymore. You'd be looking Batman. for a successor at that point. Your mm-hmm. Nightwing, when Batman's 50, Nightwing is already probably 30 years old. Taking away my Bruce Wayne. You know what? And in, in Ben Affleck's defense, can't oh, Negan defense. Oh, after can't all of that, I'm doing this. I'm um, excited for him. They did the same thing with Michael Keaton. Michael, Ke- well, Michael Keaton came off of doing Beetlejuice, and, and he's they were five, like, and he's like five nine. Yeah, See, and he had a little bit of a fro, but that's besides the point. The, the Michael Keaton fro. The, yeah, boom. It was nice. It was 80s. But, you know, the same thing happened with him. Um, I think I think the only Batman that people kind of didn't question was uh, George Clooney, from what I remember. I think every, everybody was... And then they saw it, okay and then with, they were just like, yeah, whoa, like, guys, oh, weird. What? Um, but I think even, even Christian Bell had a little bit of, oh, we're not sure. You knew him as, like, American Psycho and the bad guy from Shaft. That's all people knew Christian Bell Right. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, unless he, you he didn't definitely see shock us all, but I don't. I'm not <laughs> counting on guy. it. I'd rather see Casey Affleck as Batman. Really, really, really. Affleck bulks up 30 pounds, and you want Casey? I haven't lifted a weight ever, Affleck. You, uh, that, that, you, you, wait, wait. You want another guy from Ocean's Eleven to yeah. be in here? Yeah. You want it to seem like Batman's trying to knock over another Las hey, Vegas casino? They should have got Brad Pitt. You want you you want a higher pitched Boston accent? Hey, I go to your car over to the bar. I'm Casey Affleck. My big brother's Ben. I'm Batman. <laughs> they should have got a what's his name? Scott. Something? Scott Con. <laughs> Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> Sorry, Ocean's reference. Oh uh, gosh. Okay, I think we beat this one to death. Batman voice with a Boston accent. Hey, Drew. Don't do it. We'll find the Drew. Joker. Are you still here? I'm I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm just enjoying everybody's Drew, go conversation. <laughs> Drew hasn't been here for a little while, so he's just enjoying being back in the. <laughs> Capeless studio. Welcome back. What do you got to uh, finish up for us? Well, I'm really excited about Guardians of the Galaxy because that'll be our next podcast. Pretty much. Cool. Yeah. That that comes out soon. Um, I'm sure we're all going to go see it the night before. Eight o'clock. Except for Jamie. The Jamie Bridges. going to be out of town. (laughs) The Jamie Bridges. What are you you doing, Jamie? Where are you going to be? Uh, I'll probably be in. um, What what date does it come out again? August. First, first, yeah. I will be. Yeah, I'm going to be in Fresno. So you're, you're, you're going to be in the armpit of California. I will be. Uh, well, no, that's really it's more of like the... Uh, that was Bakersfield. Kind of like yeah, Bakersfield. Is, this, no, ev- Bakersfield is the, no, ev- is the ev- ball sweat every of California. Bo- <laughs> everybody has two armpits, all right? Fresno and Bakersfield are the two armpits. Listen, good cover story, Jamie, but we're gonna. I'm going to put you out here. So and for all knows. of our fans in Bakersfield, we really, <laughs> really, really apologize. love you guys. Um, and, uh, yeah. Jamie's all not going to be there because this goes way back. Those of you who know, Jamie was in the film The House Bunny, uh, which was with Anna Faris. Uh, a thing happened with Jamie and Anna. And, of course, Chris Pratt does star mm. in Guardians of the Galaxy, and he is Anna Faris's husband. We won't go into much detail, but just <laughs> Jamie can't really go see those movies that Chris Pratt is in. Chris Pratt has an issue with Jamie Burgess. There's a whole court thing. Yeah. So, somehow he managed to get a, uh, a restraining order so that Jamie can't even come within 50 feet of a <laughs> visual representation <laughs> yes. of Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt. I can't even watch Parks and Rec. No. no. So, you know, a, com- a, commercial comes on, a commercial comes on, there's CIA in the building. Yeah. If Chris Pratt is smiling in a poster and Jamie goes within the 50 feet, it becomes an angry face looking right at him. And it follows him like it's a laser, laser eyes. Yeah. yeah. We know about the story with you in the house, but up top, bro. Up top. Up top. Huh? 
Hashtag interference. <laughs> nice. You so know, this... I don't, when I talk about house bunny, I don't do a, a smack. It's oh, a fist bump. It's a fist bump right here. There it is. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so that pretty much wraps up Bat Month, <laughs> the 75th anniversary Batman. of the Cape Crusader. We love you, Batman. Uh, the the Dark Knight. Not everything. Uh, the detective. Not yet. Uh, everything else that he is. <laughs> um, so you know, moral equivocation aside, Batman is definitely Batman. Ooh, <laughs> boom! A hero can be anyone. Yeah. Even a man who puts a coat in a small boy when no one else cared about him. Oh, okay. Tell like, oh, Batman to keep his hands off of small boys. <laughs> Seems to have a problem with that, doesn't he? I saved their lives. <laughs> they owe me what they owe. What? He didn't save Jason Todd's life. Oh, that's too soon. Anyway. Dick, clean the dishes. <laughs> Dick, sweep the floor. Damien, get out of the rafters. Damien, wait. Just get out of the rafters, Damien. <laughs> Where's Talia? <laughs> anyway. Selena. <laughs> when I was in Burma, <laughs> I saw a child playing with a, a ruby the size of a tangerine. You're actually really good at that. He's an actor. Tell me where Tom is. <laughs> Master Wayne. Tell me where Tom is. He must have friends. Why do we fall, Master Wayne? Somebody knows where Tom is. I'll check into it for you. <laughs> But this will be the last time. <laughs> you're, maybe, you're gonna leave me, Alfred? After all this, you're gonna take I my have no apart? choice, Master Wayne. <laughs> you can't tell me where Tom is. You're gonna leave me like this. Goodbye. Goodbye, Master Wayne. I have to Master answer Wayne. the door on my own with Lucius Knox. That's because of you. The knee brace hurts my knee. But no one's gonna know better. Who's gonna pay the electric bill? All those bloody push-ups. You can't even lift the bloody leg. <laughs> still giving, still giving up on me, yet, Alfred. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Up top. Yes. That is acting out. As, as always, oh my gosh. I am David Barry at DR Barry. I'm the mad scientist, the Jamie Burgess at the Jamie Burgess. Okay, Michael Kane. I'm Drew McClintic at Drew JMC. I am the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. I was Curtis at Existential Romeo, but Jamie started talking like Alfred. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. Enjoy your, your Batman readings. This is...